To another episode of airing it out season three week 17 of the nfl dave playoff season but more importantly we have a very special show welcoming my co-host dr david drew dave what a day what a week what a playoffs what a playoffs What's going on i mean man what a semifinal. um you know and i think it's probably most appropriate to take this opportunity to to bring in our co-co-hosts for today the the first and second place oh no no longer second first place tim Man- mansfield uh i almost called him the mansfield tims it's so confusing <laughs> and and the sheriff mr david penna welcome in guys come on in welcome in welcome in so thank right. you for the lovely introduction of so- not being first place anymore Hey, look, if you ain't if you ain't first, you're last. Uh so <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. They're second place, third place. Um, so you guys uh hijacked the show because you said you needed us to settle a bet between your golf bet. So and now after last week, where the anticipation has built for a full week, uh, do you care to to talk about this situation? And- yeah, let's reveal this bet. Let's hear this, let's hear what went on behind the scenes. Who wants to yeah, Dave, sorry for interrupting your meeting. I, I, oh, I, yeah. You know, this is this is just a, a little bit of the bet here on the uh, on the background of the screen. I'm not sure if I'm popping up yet. It's not for me, but um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, Tim, Tim made the proposal for this one. And there was a um, few drinks involved, so probably my own fault. He did make that caveat, um, <laughs> but I agreed and um you know, here we are. This is this is it. I, I lost the bet. So it's but really not an us, exciting so, story of how we got what, here. Yeah. So what was the bet? <laughs> Who came up? Like, what was the actual bet here? And then we'll do a reveal, or maybe it reveals too much. I don't know. What do you? Well, it was um, it was just like the SNL skit. There it was just to show a little something of uh, your USA uh, patriotism. There's <laughs> nothing more American than football. <laughs> oh, you know, actually, I'm I am hearing a knock at my door. I think my patriotism is here. So okay. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna grab that real quick. Oh! Oh my God! Oh, you know, it uh, it was it was with me all along. Actually, I, I did have the patriotism oh already. So wow, we've we've talked about Winnie the Pooh. I think we're actually seeing Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> So for those of you, for those of you on the podcast listening, you have to go to the video. You have to see the reveal. I, I don't know how we would describe this, but Penna is uh, uh, mimicking Will Ferrell from an SNL skit, right? In a lovely, beautiful red, white, and blue thong. Uh, you know, I, you know. <laughs> mine's, mine's not a thong. It's, it's a... <laughs> yeah, you didn't see you wore great cheeks. <laughs> I really, I think actually, as as good as the 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 patriotic thong situation is the the belly the Bills belly shirt I think is the most underrated part of of the of the ensemble. It's, it's tied up, it's even knotted up. It's knotted up. Oh yeah, it's a solid edition. Wow. I mean, Penna, I know, I know you were a male model once upon a time, but I think you really missed your calling in this specific space. <laughs> <laughs> the bills the bills belly shirt arena that yeah big, big modeling it's, scene there it's niche it's hard to get people to be that exposed in buffalo especially this time of year it's cold, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so so how did you guys come up with this bet here uh i mean tim really just proposed it it was just like did he propose like dress up as will ferrell in this snl skit or uh no i think he just said <laughs> wear a speedo on all right all right yeah i think it started <laughs> with i texted him and just said do you have a speedo and he said yes yes <laughs> so so now i have to put an explicit label on the podcast this is great <laughs> <laughs> he's fully covered they don't know that the i didn't own this speedo but after i delayed a week uh after i couldn't do it last week i felt like i really needed to go all out and and show my 
uh, I don't know what. <laughs> you're... We're not sure what you showed either. <laughs> well, you're showing something. Plausible deniability is what we're describing that as. Uh, well, that's so you went out and bought this piece of fabric for specifically this this purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And we can't even buy a, We can't even buy a trophy for the league. This is just totally unfortunate. All right. I could I could send this out to the winner. <laughs> What if you win? Send it to the last place. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Actually, God. I probably like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm the one person in the whole league who probably would like it. <laughs> it tracks. So why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the, the big matchups this week? It was a big semifinal. We've got two of the – we should have probably also invited Matt Hanley, but Matt, uh, you know, we wanted to spare your eyes. So you can, <laughs> you can just stick to the podcast and you'll be safer. Um, well, all right. So big, big matchup uh, this past week between uh, the farm, the Farmership football team and the Davis Square Hipsters and the Mansfield Tims taking on the Sheriff, the, the pantless uh, team, Penna. Um, and – Maybe there's something here for a future team name, Penna. Um, <clears throat> that no pants bandit. Uh, you know. <laughs> um, so let's. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about the the Mansfield Tims and Team Penna, and then what I really actually want to get into with the two of you here, since we've gotten clearly you're showing your team spirit between the New England Patriots <laughs> and the Buffalo Bills. Big game between the two of them. So we'll talk a little bit about our matchup, and then talk about uh, Tim's match up with matt and uh and then we'll talk a little bit of some more football so uh big big points gets from uh from mr penna here defeats me 155 and a half to 139 dave how are you feeling going into the game you know i wasn't feeling super confident i think i said on last time i was on that you were the team i most least wanted to see in the playoffs and um you know, it was kind of holding true through the through the Saturday game and the early games on Sunday. I, I think I messaged the group chat and said, like, every time one of our players does anything, they shift the percentage 51 to 49 in the other direction. And it just felt like that was what it was going to be all day. And it really was. And then, you know, I really felt like I had a pretty comfortable lead and all you had left was a tight end and some defense. And boy, did that turnaround for you. <laughs> that evaporated very I quickly. Mean, I mean, to be honest with you, it was really great because in the chat, like it was almost like, well, here's what you need. And then it was like coming to life. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what's happening right now? I think within 30 seconds, I think uh, uh, Diggs intercepted a ball or something. Mm -hmm. It was it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was definitely a very fast paced, rapid changing across the scores and the probabilities. And, and honestly, I was with you going into that game between the Cowboys and, and the Farm into, or the, the, I always call it the Farmers football team, the Washington football team. <laughs> I thought for sure there was no, I had no chance. And then like, I, I wasn't even watching the game. We were having dinner. I was, like I just kind of tuned in and you, then I saw the chat was blowing up and I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I have a chance <laughs> to pull ahead here. And I got pretty excited to the point where I was very angry that the, there was a garbage time touchdown game and that was going to make my defense lose points. Cause I was like, Oh, I can win. But I forgot you had Jalen Waddle to play who ended up putting a huge nail in my coffin with 15 points. So um, big, big, week. big win for you. Yeah. But, you know, I think we got to talk a little bit about this, this weird schedule and, and Penna called it out in the chat. Like I was, I was doing a lot of tinkering and there was tinkering and counter tinkering and like, so we both, because the games weren't all on Sunday and they were kind of staggered. We were able to kind of react to what we needed or what high risk, high reward plays we wanted to kind of do. Um, you know, ultimately it, it probably looked like I was tinkering a little bit based on the results of your games. But the thing that really threw me off was Tyree Kill ends up coming back um, off of COVID list. Um, it wasn't clear if he was vaccinated or even if it was possible. And then I think Saturday they said he was going to be active. But the problem was with the Thursday night game, I had to choose whether or not I was going to play Jeff Wilson Jr. pretty early. And I was concerned with if I did, if Tyreek didn't play, which running back I wanted to play on that in that third slot. So I was forced to put Zeke in the flex and I was deciding between Zeke and, and Tyreek Hill ultimately. And I made the wrong decision. It wouldn't have made a difference in the end. But, um, you know, I these staggered games make it a little tough to manage a, a football team, especially with COVID going on, especially with not knowing whether or not somebody will be cleared in time, especially with non-injuries. 
in hindsight, I think I probably shouldn't have played Tyreek Hill because he didn't practice all week. So he probably was just out there as a decoy. And who knows, he may not have even been feeling all that well. So, um, but good, good point. You got a lot of points from, uh, from your, your main man, Nick Chubb, and then Josh Allen with the Stefan Diggs hookup. Every time he, there was a throw in the end zone, which there were a lot in that game. There was a lot in that game. <clears throat> I, I was, my, my, I puckered up a little bit, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> it's also, it's also funny because, you know, David, I think you and I talked about this maybe off screen, but having that New England Buffalo game this time of year in a playoff fantasy was such a big factor, right? Because I mean, that they were playing for with so much emotion and so much desire to hurt each other <laughs> that, that like Josh Allen was never going to stop. They weren't, they were going to take him out. It didn't matter if the score was 55 to nothing or whatever, but um, so that time of year and the way the, the level of the game played does a factor into fantasy quite a bit, actually. Yeah. I yeah. And so. I, I wasn't feeling great about Josh Allen going against new England defense. Yeah at all i mean they they've been great against uh every other quarterback they've played all year and you know i'm i'm kind of myself a little lucky that he had the game of his career basically yeah so with that why don't we talk a little bit about this game since we got well, before we actually transition over to tim's game against the farmington football team what were you guys' thoughts with this buffalo bills uh, new england uh, game because this is gonna be there if they meet up in the playoffs it will be an epic third showdown i assume mac jones will be forced to throw it more than three times again but maybe they go back to their old <laughs> game plan since that worked for new england the last time yeah i mean yeah i hope they play better than they did <laughs> it was just ah, god I, I had such a hard time watching that that game just it seemed like nothing could go right it, it was a you know that game was interesting I, I don't know i was I, it was almost like last week is when the wheels came off for new england it wasn't even it wasn't against buffalo it was against what they played last week that it was just like what just happened like why did they all of a sudden let their guard down i feel like it was sort of a rollover from that um yeah and i think mac jones even said in an interview that they had a terrible week of practice not going into the bills game but to the game you're talking about i forget yeah. who the opponent was but yeah that was also a garbage game too just yeah, not, not a good not time great. of the year to yeah. cool off. Yeah. You know, though, I mean, you have to be pretty happy with Mac Jones in his rookie year, kind of getting where we are. I mean, Josh Allen should beat Mac Jones in this situation, but the defense is playing so, so great, but defense on both sides is really very good. Yeah, so. I, for, I for sure was not on the Mac Jones train when the season started. Um, it was not a great start to the season. I think, what was it like two and four or something like that. Then all of a sudden, like something clicked. He was just, playing better hitting his throws he wasn't like um he wasn't throwing it deep into uh like pick territory he was just kind of keeping it short playing small ball and it, it was it's working out for him i mean he's got a completion percentage of almost 70 it's it to me yeah. i say that's pretty good yeah, he hasn't he hasn't looked like a rookie in the sense that he takes what the defense is giving him and he makes his reads and he doesn't seem rattled like in general i would say he's he looks like a, a pro, um, and I don't know what the scouting report on him was coming out of college, but I think that that was sort of the deal. Like he's pretty ready to to be okay, and then his ceiling is maybe what it is in three years, and who knows? But you know, <laughs> Pen I, really I, quick. I don't want to see the I don't want to see the Patriots in the playoffs again because you don't beat <laughs> Bill Bill Belichick more than once a season very often, and and that's just you know he's not gonna stop planning for the bills now uh he, i think from here on out he's going to be like making a game plan to to stop what we just did to him i mean Penn, as a buffalo bills fan it must have just felt finally like really great to have I, I mean i feel like Indication. Doing, like, just beat up for so many years on the buffalo yeah. bills and just me it must, you guys must be really excited to be like all right we're done with this crap now yeah i mean last year we beat them twice but it yeah. didn't feel like new england you know, it was yeah. Cam Newton and he threw the game away the one time he fumbled it in it when they were going into score at the end of the game. And, and this one, it was always, you know, the last few weeks before this game, the Super Bowl, Tom Brady versus New England's talk started to come up. And I was just sort of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's pump the brakes on that a little bit. And, but it was like the hype about New England was coming back and this one felt better than last year's even yeah. um and even they, they beat us two weeks before and you know i felt like that was a fluky game it was weird no one played what they were really playing all season 
uh, in that snow wind game. So this one felt, it felt good. Yeah. yeah. And interesting. I mean, Josh Allen didn't have a lot of his big weapons, right? He was missing Cole Beasley. He was missing Gabriel Davis. You're starting some guys that like they're introducing themselves to each other in the huddle, I think. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I think um, you said you were like, I didn't know Jake Kumaro was on this team and <laughs> yeah. he hasn't I, played all year. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, they definitely put together kind of a hodgepodge cast. So I, I mean, it's going to be, if you guys do match up, I mean, I, it was, it's actually like, I never really watched the Patriots game, even though we always get it on TV. I'll just watch red zone instead. And I like actually watched this game. I was like, I'm putting this game on. This is going to be a good one to watch. It's become quite the matchup um, yeah. considering that the giants can't play anybody that that's, no. you know, so. Um, all right. So let's the actual battle for uh, it's for the Tim Mansfield uh, led Davis square hipsters, not Mansfield Tim's um, <laughs> so confusing. Now, this this I was, even own one of the teams that I get confused all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this was the matchup of the year, in my opinion. This was unbelievable. Now, while the, the Dallas defense was scoring me a bunch of points late in the game and making it a little closer with Dave to make him sweat a little bit, that's why he's wearing no pants today. Uh, you know, um, Dak Prescott gets 44 points before the half pulls out a squeaker of a win from the Farmington football team, 123 and a half over 121 for the Davis square hipsters. And look, we, I think someone made the point. I think it was Matt actually, who said, you know, Dave, last week, you said the it's going to come down to whether Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon can, can out or can put together a combined effort as Jonathan Taylor. And though Jonathan Taylor scored 10 points, the, the Denver defense, not far behind with seven or the Denver running backs, not far behind with seven. So really came down to two and a half points with two of Matt's players getting zero points. So really Dak Prescott carries him home on the win. Rashad Penny had a good game. Eagles gets a good game. Whereas Tim, your, your team just had that balanced effort, but your boy TB 12 kind of let you down. Yeah, I didn't, didn't get the points. I usually get out of him. Um, he had two bad weeks in a row, which is not typical. But yeah, that's a game he, that they, the, the, the uh, Bucks won. 32 to six or whatever it is. Yep. It, it's like, I, I'll bet he was sitting in the fourth quarter. I didn't, I didn't catch that game, but. Yeah. I didn't catch the game either. Um, but yeah, at least it, for stats, it wasn't a great game yeah. for him. They might've yeah, just I mean, been running the ball. And with no Leonard Fournette. So Ronald Jones had the, had the ball quite a bit actually. Um, and uh, they didn't have many of their wide receivers either. Mike Evans was out, right. They, uh, somebody they else tested Brown. positive. Yeah. Antonio Brown was the number one wide receiver for Tampa Bay in that game. So um you know it could have just been a weird fluky game on that side too so but you know i you had a solid effort from your team you got like standard points justin jackson came in and played the role of jonathan taylor for you, you got 25 points after eckler goes on the covid list so that was I had a shocker good. for me wasn't expecting that one at all um another shocker too is i, I picked up a random linebacker out of philly uh was that guy singleton yeah 14 mm-hmm. points got a pick six yeah, I almost picked him up that. earlier in the year. He he's been quietly having a pretty good uh, year from an IDP perspective. He gets a lot of tackles down there. He kind of plays like uh, um, Blake Martinez did for for the Giants for a while. Really, just kind of mm-hmm. chases the ball. But <clears throat> how do you feel, Tim? Do you are you are you disappointed? <laughs> I really thought this was going to be my year, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really the did. sad part is, is I mean, like the decisions are all there. Like it's literally a two points. And I, you know, not that Matt didn't have a great year, but Timmy, like so deserving of going and you just missed it by like this amount. Yeah, no, I feel really I, badly. I look it. back at my league history here and I've been, I've been a mediocre team the entire time. I've been between like four and seven <laughs> the entire <laughs> time we've played this league. Um, yeah. And then it just, things were coming together this year. I thought I had a great running back core and then I don't know, just started a wheel start coming off at the end there. Yeah. I mean, you were right. It really did take Dak Prescott having a career game. Yeah. Yeah. I was confident going into the Monday night's game with Dallas. And I was like, Dak's got to get 40 points just to tie. I'm good. I don't have to worry about this. And then the dude scores 44 points by half. And I'm like, just stop, stop, white flag. It could have been more. They did take him out. They did. Yeah. (laughs) Quarter, he started, they started running the ball. And then before the the third was even over, he was out. Did the backup throw a touchdown too? Backup threw a touchdown too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he did. Um, but you know, and honestly, like the door was open for you with the two guys getting zero. Cooper Cup only put up 10 points. Interesting stat this week was that Cooper Cup has significantly outpaced the entire Giants wide receiving core. The entire <laughs> wide receiving core by like 200 yards and yeah. 
something like 12 touchdowns. Yeah. So yeah, the, Giants, four. the Giants suck. The Giants suck. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> They're the laughing stock of the league. They're they the are. Grounds. Well, so that, I mean, what a matchup. What, I mean, honestly, this was, this was such a fun semifinal um, in so many different ways. And as much as I complain about the schedule being kind of weird, it actually led to some very fun moments. And I think everybody was kind of engaged being over the holidays. No one's really distracted with work. Um, it was pretty fun um, just to kind of, to watch a bit. And, um, you know, I'm really glad that we got to have you guys on to chat through this one, but yeah. um, <laughs> So is that why we're glad? <laughs> or is it the, uh... <laughs> I also can't believe I had to rely on a Miami player for the win there at the end. I actually thought he was going to have a decent game. He's been pretty good for you, right? I mean, a little I, I hit and miss later in the season, but at the beginning of the season, he was great. Yeah. He's scoring double digit yeah. points almost yeah. every week. Tyler Conklin will be entering your dreams. Should have played me. Should have played me. <laughs> it's the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. Or Smythe. Who's Smythe? Who's that? <laughs> Smythe? <laughs> All right. So well, we're not talking about the upstate masters versus goodwill punting. Wait, that was a game? Oh, wait. <laughs> well, the upstate masters pulled off a win 78 to 75 and a half. Uh, and moving on. You know, I, I do have to say, Jeff, you really were limping into the playoffs here. <laughs> as a as a team you know starting from many weeks back you've just been limping <laughs> limping limping well i mean i you know i've put together a string of wins in the last two weeks <laughs> i'm on a roll yeah no jeff totally missed the fact that you were calling him out for t- saying your team was limping into the playoffs oh. and then oh that's true. A yeah, you solid that. you 155 and a half thanks. against me <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. And yes, you did say that in the chat to just to give myself a little explanation. There, it was just the idea that like, I haven't really seen what, cause it's been so many weeks between this and the low point scores. I wasn't sure what we were getting. Anymore. Yeah. So, no, you're kind of right though, too. I mean, I didn't have my strongest weeks at the end of the year. I lost probably what three out of five or something at that, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> but good shot. I like it. It was a good. Shot. Now, now your team's pretty looking pretty healthy. And I think, uh, you know, you, you got a chance to go on to, to win this week. Now, big, big news in the NFL this week is John Madden died last night or yesterday morning, I guess. And so that broke, it was unexpected. He died at 85. Um, man, John Madden. And that was like, I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but that defined my youth in football. Like, A, playing the video game definitely increased my interest in football overall growing up. And like the, the comedy that would come out of making fun of, like, remember when, um, oh God, who's the guy who does all the impressions that was on uh, Frank Caliendo would do John Madden. Oh, <laughs> Frank Caliendo, yeah. Oh, they were good. so good. You know, boink, doink, and the balls over there. You know, there was so many, you know, good, good calls with him. And, you know, and then I was, I think I got a little like sad because they started playing some like Pat Summerall, John Madden clips. And I was like, man, we have not had a good booth like Pat Summerall and John Madden in a really long time. Yeah. I got caught up in some John Madden, like highlights, uh, announcing highlights. And he was funny and he was like charismatic and so good. And, you know, he's doing a play-by-play of the uh, Gatorade buckets on the sideline of like, all right, this one's going to go to coach head coach. This one's going to be dumped on the other guy. And they brought in a third one. And when you've got a mommy bucket bucket and a daddy bucket, they bring in the little bucket. It was just like, <laughs> and he's like circling on the screen. It was, it was so funny. And did, did you guys, did anybody watch the Madden thing on Christmas day, uh, the tribute and stuff? Oh I no, watch I watched it. it. No, all Madden, watch it yeah. right? It's all Madden. Oh, it's so, it's so good. It's almost like, this is like, that happened. And then here we are. Like, I, it's almost like, like, I'm good. I don't need all set. I'm out. <laughs> it was really excellent. If you get a chance to see, it, I'm sure it's streaming, but it was, it was so good. I didn't realize a lot about John Madden because he didn't really coach coach for like a very short period of time. And then his whole career was in television and he didn't even want to do television. He hated the idea of it. Yeah. And then he got into it. So it was very, it was a great uh, documentary of him. I guess the reason why he got out of coaching was because of his fear of flying. He, he has this history of a fear of flying, right? And so actually, then- not if you watch it, I don't, you know, I think it was more that his family and his kids and he wasn't around them. And his wife sort of said, you know, we kind of need you around. And I think the stress and anxiety was there. The fear of driving and flying came a little bit later in a sense, but. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I thought that they had said they moved to TV because there would be less of a demanding flight schedule like there was with football. So, I mean, he won that one Super Bowl and kind of went out on top. So he did. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, do watch it. It was so good. So, yeah. so good. Um, 
yeah all right and then and then we do little little fun part of, of that has just <laughs> evolved over this season so you know the the bocce curse i got to spend the christmas holiday with the bocce which as we know did not exactly pay off here made it close i think some of the juju was i used all of the the bocce juju for uh, beating patrick <laughs> I think. so um well, you know, so we ended, you know, the the episode last week a little uh, bocce. So I, I you know, I <laughs> I sat so good, down with her, and you know, I got a clip here. So I sat down with her and tried to talk to her a little bit about the uh, the origin of the bocce curse, since we've already discussed it on the show. So can you can you both do the what you would say when you get mad? Okay. We'll May you live to be ten. <laughs> Okay, I, I can see why that sounds like a curse. <laughs> it gets angrier. Like a big cauldron kind of yeah. stirring. That. <laughs> it just gets angrier. <laughs> it really builds. Really built. That's my that's my uh, grandmother's sister, uh, and so she uh, famously, while we were singing the the Christmas Carol, she's like, "I have to look at your lips so that I can know the words," because she doesn't know Polish as well as my grandmother. So they were singing some <laughs> Polish Christmas carols. But that is the Polish curse that, and she would say that very quickly, much faster than she said it there when we were kids in the in the kitchen when she'd get mad at one of us and we'd all think we were going to hell. So. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is the bocce curse. But uh, so, so and then also famously now, I guess we all have to worry about Tom next week or next year because Tom worked some magic with bocce, bribed her, slipped her a 20. Um, you know, <laughs> that's so, all it takes is 20. I get I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much the magic works for 20 bucks. I don't know if he had to give her more. I don't so we'll we'll see. But um, all right, let's let's talk about the big. The big last week of the of the of the season here. This has been an epic season of of uh, mm -hmm. the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Um, we are in the last final round of the playoffs. Let's start with the consolation round between the Mansfield Tims, and not to be confused with the Tim Mansfield run Davis Square Hipsters. This is the battle of the Mansfield Tim Tim Mansfield Mansfield Tims. <laughs> <laughs> it's too confusing. What? <laughs> so, well, why don't we let uh, why don't we let our guests give us a little insight into his uh, his feelings going into this game, especially hot off his loss last week. Ooh. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't know what to say, but yeah. Um, I, I mean, Penn has been crazy this entire season, scoring a ton of points. So I, I the short version is I think Penn is going to get this. I don't think, I think Matt's going to be a bridesmaid again. Oh, we're not talking about their game yet. We're talking about yours and my game right now. Oh, 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 the third sorry. place. My third bad. place. No, no, yeah, that's our consolation round. Oh, consolation I'm not even round. thinking about right, Tim, while you're bringing anymore. that up, Dave, I'm going to ask you, is your lineup set here? Or are you still thinking of tinkering? Is, are you set? Is that your quarterback? You going? You sticking with TB12? Yeah, who are you guys going with? I, yeah. Um, well, I mean, TB12 playing the Jets. So <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Um, yeah, no, I'm expecting a good game out of him. Uh, I think I read that the Jets uh, D-backs are kind of beat up too, so uh, probably should be all right. Honestly, I'm not putting a ton of effort into this game. I've already lost. I'm disappointed. I'm mad at myself, even though I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> there's, there's third round. There's third place money here, Tim, on the table. I know, I know. And the funny thing is, I've already been thinking like, what's next year? What's the, like, what's going to happen? <laughs> like, is Michael Thomas ever going to come back? And when he does come mm. back, does, is anybody going to be able to throw to him? I don't know. So but, not yeah, a bride, for, not willing to be a bridesmaid is what you're saying. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but no, no. In, in short, it really just is going to come down to like, do my running backs show up or not? I'm not super confident in the wideouts with uh, DK and Lockett. I don't really have anybody else. I know they're they're not playing a super strong team this week with Detroit. Um, but yeah, Detroit's the, playing with some heart, though. Detroit is playing with some heart. Detroit is. They're like oddly playing pretty well. I mean, their defense yeah. has, has kind of turned it on lately. Now, is Tom is Tampa Bay locked in? Are they? Is their playoff spot set? That I don't know. I did not look that up. Because that so because I think Green Bay is locked in more. So I don't think so. Okay. I don't All think right. the any seating is set. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. So, well, that, all right. So they are still going to play. Well, that's a good aspect of this new playoff format that, you know, with 
three teams having to play in the wild card round, only one team getting the bye. I guess that's it opens things up a little bit more. Plus, there's an extra team in the wild card slot. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, that that has some ramifications for fantasy that teams are playing later into it because now around this time, usually you're like, oh, is he going to even play? Are they going to rest their starters? They're going to do that. I know we usually have one more week before that happens too, but you know, I think it could happen even earlier with so many uh, weeks in the season now. So yeah, I mean, I'm with you, Tim. I think you get Austin Eckler back. This is good for you. Um, you know, I think uh, he's been producing though. Justin Jackson slotted in there just nicely for you last week. So um, we'll have to see how it comes out. Uh, Penna, I, I've got your boy, Devin Singletary in there. I, it yeah. seems that he has floated to the top of the running back depth chart there in Buffalo. And last time we had you on the show, I kind of talked about whether or not maybe they were reserving some of these guys to see who was going to be their guy, but it seems like Devin Singletary is their guy now. It does seem that way. And I don't think that they had a plan like that of reserving. I think that they are just not good at evaluating running back talent. And he's the only one who's done anything this year. Uh, Brita fumbles, Zach Moss runs into the back of his lineman every time. And, and Singletary at least shows up to play. And in that game against New England, he only had 46 yards, I think, on the ground, but he was running hard and he picked up a few first downs where he looked like he was stopped three yards short and, and made it through. So I think that's the move. I think it's, and he should get some passes and he is bound to score every now and then too. So you might get, you might get 12 points out of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm hoping for, you know, just a solid like 10 to 12 points. I think at this point, just to keep up with uh, Tim's team here. Um, but, you know, I think, I think Tim's got the running back edge and I've got the wide receiver edge in this particular matchup, but quarterback to quarterback if tom brady actually shows up and has a good week i'm gonna get stomped on so i don't know i don't all right we'll go back to the regular season matchups davis square hipsters won 154 to 122 and a half in week one uh and then i beat uh the davis square hipsters 138 to 80 in uh in week 10 so um not a lot to know about between these two teams i think it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one i was one of your two losses tim uh, yeah, I know. It, oh, sorry, it's really just going to depend who shows up, right? Who's going to play this week? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. It's funny though, Dave, your lineup is so different. To see Singletary in there and then Ronald Jones um, second in there, and it, it's so different. It's so out of the norm not to see Tyreek in there. Are you are you mad at them, Dave? Is that why? Are you punishing them? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> I am mad at Tyreek. I am mad at Tyreek. <laughs> Honestly, I think the thing is, I don't, I like the three running back set to me. It's about touches and Tyree kill has, there's been some games where he really goes off. He gets a ton of points and it, it's hard not to put him in there, but like, if he's not going to get the touches and I don't, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes just doesn't seem like vintage Patrick Mahomes these days. And Terry, if he can't hit the wide open guy way down the field, streaking down the field, then Terry kills value goes down a lot. Um, so and a lot of these like weird over the line passes seem to be getting batted at the line too. So you're not even getting those like quick slants to Tyreek Hill where he then breaks it open. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't feel great about Tyreek Hill. I, I think they need yeah. to figure out, they have to do like some soul searching as a team, reinvent their sure. playbook a little mm -hmm. bit before yep. I start mm -hmm. getting on. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He lost for you last week and that's why he's benched. Yeah. That's hundred <laughs> percent. right. <laughs> I mean, very hit or miss. So it's either it's a ton also, of points or no points it also really does come down to the matchups and i think this is when i was looking at it you know ronald jones gets the jets yeah how do you not play ronald jones yeah. devin singletary gets atlanta how do you not play devin singletary you know and, and and these are still teams that are fighting they're still trying to get they're jockeying for position in, in the playoffs and aaron jones against minnesota i think is just the bigger bigger matchup here Devontae adams against minnesota and, and justin jefferson i think it's gonna be a little bit of a shootout there so they should potentially both be scoring quite a few points so I don't know. I Tyreek is just kind of the odd man out this week. Plus, I think he's playing. Um, who is Kansas City playing? They're playing Cincinnati. Cincinnati's defense has been playing fairly well. So, um, you know, I'm not. Jeez, I had I had 59 points from Joe Burrow on my bench last week too. Yeah, you could have really killed crazy. me. Again, limping into the playoffs. Joe kind Burrow. Of. Joe Burrow had like five touchdowns last week or something, didn't he? It was crazy. He had 525 yards. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It was Good Lord. Yeah, was nuts. Yeah. You no, know, I just I, feel like can you imagine like the next year if Cincinnati could get like Devontae Adams on that team? Like that would be one very scary football team. They got they got Jamar Chase. They do. Great. Can you imagine the two of them yeah. side by side? Oh my goodness. I don't, T. Like rookie, rookie contract. They can go get somebody big. 
they may not even need to between T Higgins and Jamar Chase. They've got a really nice wide receiver yeah. tandem. Yeah. T Higgins lit it up last week too. I, I benched yeah. it in the last minute in the other league. It definitely cost me the win. So well, 543 yards got to go to somebody. So yeah. Right. <laughs> they always I, seem to be I, playing from behind too. So they're always yeah. throwing. I've got, uh, I've got Joe Burrow on the trading block accepting Ooh. offers. All right. After well, the, you know, whenever the trade deadline. Yeah, the trade deadline of the, the the trade window opens up as soon as the the playoffs are over. So even in that last weekend of the regular season, you can make some trades. So as you're still watching football, people can get in there and make some trades. All right. Uh let's move on to the big championship game. Two newcomers to the championship game, I think. Penny, you've never been in the championship game before, have you? Not in this league. No, I was looking at my league history and I've always been bad. <laughs> my, my teams have been bad <laughs> well this is the sheriff is back in town uh he's coming he's coming for the farmington football team it's a little bit of an underdog matchup uh you know the Farmington football team regular season record was seven and seven now interestingly enough you guys have split your regular season record 133 and a half to uh 118 and a half where you've got the win in week four and then farmington football team pulled off win 147 and 92 in week 13 um which i think was Shortly after you had lost to the Cuga middle fingers, I think maybe your team yeah. was still just rebounding and reeling from that, that situation. It got um, in their heads. Definitely. Yeah. 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 It's one of those letdown games famously. Um, so, uh, so Penna, how, how are you feeling? What are your thoughts? You know, I'm cautiously optimistic. Matt has those 147 point games in them for sure. Um, but I, I like the way the teams match up. Um, Dak Prescott playing Arizona, I think, is a much tougher mat matchup than Washington football team. So not expecting him to have another 50-44 point game. But um, I don't know. I like where my team's at right now. Uh, it's it's My running backs are healthy. My guys are coming back. Mike Williams was on COVID, so that was an easy decision to not play him last week. And uh, I'll probably will stick with that uh, for this week, too. But, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling – cautiously optimistic but i like my chances yeah i mean i think i think you have some nice matchups here you know the top three for example josh allen against atlanta very nice matchup for josh allen and david montgomery against the giants <laughs> although atlanta's like one of those teams that like all of a sudden they'll start like playing defense you'd be like what, it, what? no no you yeah, don't get to play I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the giants they like ruin people's lives a little bit but then they just kind of give up at the end so that I, is totally I still think true. josh allen's gonna have a great game here though yeah, yeah. and then um so, you know, I, I, again, Dave Montgomery against the Giants, he's got a choice little matchup. Nick Chubb against Pittsburgh, not, not a great defense as well. Um, but, you know, Cooper Cup has a nice matchup for uh, Baltimore for Matt. So Baltimore has like yeah. no cornerbacks. I think they got Lamar Jackson back there playing cornerback soon. So um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I do think you got the running back edge here. And, and I don't know, Dak Prescott, I don't think it's going to have another 44-point game before the half, but I've been wrong before. Yeah, I'm looking at my like opponent ranks for everybody and, and Josh Allen's going against the 30th ranked defense. Montgomery's against the 25th. Then I've got Chubb against the 27th. Um, Jalen Waddle's going against the worst passing defense in the league uh, as far as holding opposing wide receivers. So um, it's good matchups on the top end. Um, I don't think Kyle Pitts is going to do much against the Bills, but uh, other than that, I, I like the matchup too. Then I'll tell you, you got the Bears defense against the New York Giants. You might as well just write that in for 45 points right there. <laughs> and as a Giants fan, we are pulling for that to really happen. We need that pick. <laughs> yeah, we want the pick. We want it at four or five. <laughs> Oddly enough, either way, this is good for the Giants because there's a loss exactly. to somebody. Exactly. Actually, the best outcome, I think, is if they tie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the stat, interesting stat I heard the other day? It, it probably goes more for Cooper Cup, but is uh, Matthew Stafford, he's the fastest quarterback to 50,000 yards in NFL history. And I was like, wow, like I didn't realize that he had yeah. that many passing yards. That is quite a stat. I mean, over all the greats, that is pretty amazing. He was putting I mean, up 5,000 yard seasons regularly. Yeah, I know. Throwing a Megatron probably. Teams. Right. Yeah. Yeah, plus they were always playing from behind in Detroit. So they, yeah. he was always throwing the ball, right? He probably yeah. was, I think he was regularly attempting 40 to 50 passes a game. And didn't they yeah. never have a 100-yard rusher for like eight straight years or something <laughs> in a single game? Like never a 100-yard rusher. So yeah, they were pass. They were pass-heavy teams. Yeah, for sure. Even on the screen dump passes. So, but hey, you yeah. know, I I do think that Matt's secret weapon, Foyce Olakun, 
uh, who we all know. It's so much fun to see Matt <laughs> right, get the jersey. Right. So, uh, you know, that is the secret weapon uh, matching up with Tremaine Edmonds. So we'll see. Um, Matt's team, Matt's team's making me, I don't, I'm not strong on Matt's team. I think the two running backs in Denver is a tough one to go with. I, to go into my finals with that is scary. I think he's sticking to his guns here. Hey, here's where it got me here. I'm going to go with it. But that's, that's a tough, that's going to be an interesting one, especially against the Chargers. Although the Chargers running defense is terrible. So maybe not. Yeah, I mean, he's got some options here. He could potentially, you know, um, if Kareem Hunt plays, he could slot in a Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I think Chris Godwin's done for this season. So yeah, you Chris want Godwin him, was but... his biggest hurt, right? That was the biggest thing there. But Brandon Cook should be coming back off the COVID list um, yeah. this week. I think that I saw that he was at practice. So he's got some options there to kind of mix things up as well because he played two tight ends between Hunter Henry and, and Dallas Goddard. So, um, you know, I think he's got some options. It doesn't seem like, you know, the one thing this week is there are no, there is no Thursday night football. Um, there's no Saturday night football. Everyone's playing on Sunday. And then is there a Monday night game? I think there is a Monday. I think night there game. is a Monday night game. I think I just saw that somewhere. Yeah. So, but there is no, um, there is no Thursday, Thursday night game or yeah. Saturday night game. So, um, Hallelujah. <laughs> do you think Dak Prescott's going to have another game of his life? Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. The Browns, the Browns and the Steelers are playing Monday night and there is a Sunday night game between the Vikings and the Packers. That'll be a good game to watch. I do think Dak Prescott could have a game of his life, you know, maybe the other way though. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, so let's get in our, our final picks. Penna, who are you going with? I'm, I'm going with myself. All right. And in the other game, um, I'm going Tim. Ooh, I appreciate it. I think it's I'm gonna not, be close. I'm not even sure if I'm gonna vote for myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Well, who are you going in the big game? Uh, Penna for sure. Ooh, Penna. All right, and uh, and in our game, uh, probably you. <laughs> <laughs> Eight to right. admit it. I think it's gonna be you. All right, Jeff. Who do you got? All right. Well, I, I have on, to wait, go. wait, we should revisit. We should go back to the tape in uh, week one where Jeff picked himself to win the league <laughs> this year. Yeah. How's that going, Jeff? You know, it's, it's, well, I, I have a great matchup this week. It's me versus Boston gang stop <laughs> <laughs> for absolutely nothing. Uh, it didn't go well. Uh, and then I traded everybody away. So everyone's a winner this year. <laughs> so I, um, so who are you picking first off? Uh, so, okay. So for, so for, I'll go consolation round. So, cause Tim told us he's pretty much given up and he doesn't care. Uh, I think I'll take, actually, to be honest, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Davis square hipsters here. I think Tim, I, that quarterback and your running backs, I think are a little stronger than Dave's right now. Dave, you know, is, is mad at his players. So he, he benched them, but um, I, Jonathan Taylor, watching Jonathan Taylor run the football, that guy is the best bat running back in football. And so I'm really high on him. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking you're going to go there. As for the other side, as for the championship round, I have to go with the sheriff. I got to go team Penna here. I mean, he's earned every bit of it this season. I think his team is a little bit stronger, not even a little bit. It's a lot stronger for me. So Penna, I wish you luck. Hopefully I'm not the bocce curse of new. <laughs> uh, and you know, I, I, uh, in our game, uh, Tim, I, I actually agree with Jeff. I think you have the stronger, uh, players here. I think it, I'm, I was the one limping into the playoffs, unlike Mr. Penna here. Uh, so I don't, I still have some tinkering to do and figuring out what I'm going to play, but ultimately I think you got a really good shot here. I'm, I'm going to take you. And then as for the, uh, the championship game here, as it is right now, assuming Matt doesn't make some moves to put in some different players, I'm taking, I'm taking team Penna because of the matchups in particular. I think Penna's got some weak opponents that his, uh, players are playing against, which is really going to help him out. But I think with some tweaks in Matt's lineup, you know, depending on what he goes with, it's right now projected as a nine point difference between, or actually it's a 10 point difference um, between the, the teams with Penna being uh, slightly projected to be uh, the winner here. So I think with some tweaks, that number gets a lot closer and it will be a very interesting matchup to watch all day Sunday. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Now we'll, we're going to close on this topic here, Jeff. <laughs> oh, next year's draft has been said to be potentially one of the worst offensive player drafts in years <laughs> for the nfl draft and, and patrick had said this once upon a time and i didn't really believe him so i started doing some research there is not like an offensive position player it ranked in the top 20 of this year's nfl draft right now um and wow as opposed to the current draft setup right quarterbacks aren't going to like 16 or 18 at best is where they're projecting them and it's going to be based on team need i think so how do you feel about having 10 
20, <laughs> picks, 20 picks. In, I don't in even know. Next year's draft. What are you what are you gonna do here? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's so early. Got an off season. I gotta kind of think things through. I mean, t- you know, uh, you know, Penn just floated Joe Burrow out there, not that it's a new quarterback. Um, Tim just put out that he doesn't, you know, Michael Thomas is not really sure what's gonna happen. I I plan on making some really strategic moves over the season, but I honestly, I, you know, I think it's always funny because those when any of these players are not valued high, they always end up being like really great. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm hoping for the best in running backs. I need running back, running back, running back, running back, running back, running back, running back. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, it did, it did look a little weak in the running back department, but I think what's going to happen is they're just not going to draft high in the NFL. And then by the time training camp happens, everything else happens. We kind of get a sense of what's going on yeah. and where they're going to play and situational depth and all of that. There will be some really good pickles for dynasty league, as opposed to like, a redraft league where you probably might stay away from a lot of these rookies potentially in the dynasty league, there's probably going to be a lot of diamonds in the rough that we have to try to find. So it's maybe having more draft picks is good because then you can actually do a shotgun approach, take more of them without (laughs) risking it. So we'll see. The Um, issue that I have is that everybody starts paying attention to fantasy sometime like three hours before we have to draft. So trying to get trades in before a fantasy picking like a fantasy draft is really hard to do so i'm hoping maybe i'll make some moves now before instead of later because it's too my people what's fresh in everybody's head and football still in there because i think august gets here and we're all like ah, i guess i can do that time I, all right fine. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all busy or whatever so we'll see we'll see and also unfortunately for the giants all what you're saying is terrible news because who knows what they're going to do although i suppose i think here's what i think will the giants do i make that pick i think they go defensive end i think they go offensive lineman and i think they go get somebody like uh, kirk cousins or they go get like deshaun watson or somebody like that and they kind of they go down that road that's my philosophy Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're doing a quarterback competition this week. Both Jake Fromm and Mike Lennon are going to play in the game to determine who gets to play in the garbage <laughs> game of Week 17, uh, or, the, or in the 17th game of Week 18. You it, know what a hot uh, mess of an organization it is. You know, it's <laughs> interesting though. I wanted to put point this out. Do you know that Jake Fromm and Jalen Hurts they played each other in a national championship game? They played each other in national. It was Alabama and whatever Georgia. Georgia. And like, how did these two quarterbacks? Like, how is Jake? how is he not any good? Like, how do you go from Georgia to absolutely awful? Like, I don't, that's an interesting transition for, I don't know. It's crazy. I think it's just a difference between the college game and the professional game. It's yeah. such a different, it's a big leap forward for these guys. I think a lot of them so. have a hard time taking it, I guess, but all right. Well, Dave, so- I don't know where you're going, but we got to get maybe one more bet view here. Like, do you want to kind of see if Penna will maybe give us one more little curtsy or something? Oh, I was really <laughs> hoping to get that, get out of here before that happens. <laughs> or is there a maybe bet we can for have you, I don't know, you big like- game? Could you bend over and grab something Uh-oh. off that table behind you? <laughs> Jeff, this is starting to feel oddly personal, and this is going to have to transition to OnlyFans next. Fade to black. <laughs> just roll, the, roll, the 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 roll the tape roll, back. Roll the tape back. I'm sure there'll be some extra footage in the bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. All right. So I guess that's it, right, Dave? We're nothing else. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Let's uh right. good luck to uh the players still in it. Um, Tim, maybe try. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, because I'll Matt, play a team. <laughs> <laughs> and because Matt can't represent himself on here, I'll, I'll say Matt, you'll be the biggest underdog winner. So we'll, let's see what happens here. Um if Matt see. wins, we're definitely having him on the show next week. Let's put it that <laughs> That's right. That's right. The wrap-up show. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Yeah, appreciate thanks it. for having us. Yeah. Cool. Good luck, Matt. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Hey, sorry. I'm, I'm just weird. in a meeting. how's your good friend will was will good yeah he's uh he and i wear the same outfit today (laughs) (laughs) which would have been awesome (laughs) and also probably illegal on here i don't know sure shy of porn just, just <laughs> showing, you know, little things to show our patriotism. <laughs> Literally little things, huh? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, Dave Penna, you have, you know, broken one's heart. A one Dr. David Drew's heart. <laughs> oh my God. That that Sunday night was giving me anxiety. That was insane. <laughs> we should save all this, but like seriously, very fun. Well, very fun. so we could just get into it. We can, we can. Well, all right. I, I do have a bet to lose and a reveal to make. I don't know how we want to um, go about this. <laughs> like, like timing and introduction. <laughs> well, so what if we, what if, what if Jeff and I, what if you guys like mute so you don't pop up on the screen when we start and then, and then, um, and then maybe Jeff can do his normal like intro to me and then it could be like, bring, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so glad you're wearing a Bill's shirt too. You are actually dressed like him today. I mean, I think, I think right you got to do, do the reveal during the show. I mean, right now you can't tell, right? <laughs> nope. I could always just, oh, 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 I've got to go get something. <laughs> and I do one of those. <laughs> that would work. That would work. <laughs> <laughs> so good. oh sorry uh, someone's at the door <laughs> i am actually Look. expecting a package so it might happen naturally oh and that's not the only package everyone's expecting <laughs> oh, no. And no, no i'm pants. actually getting a, a package hang up <laughs> oh that's great put it in it's my package The way he just like reappeared was just like, so ominous. You look good there, kid. <laughs> I don't know what's a more awkward like costume situation. Jeff <laughs> trying to put on Winnie the Pooh or Dave no. taking oh, his robe off. It, is, it has to be this. There's just so much more exposed. And then I'll I'll change the view when we bring you guys in, and then and then Dave, you can reveal yourself however you'd like. <laughs> I'd like not to. And I can't believe you agreed to this. You really thought you were gonna beat beat him, didn't you? This is why it was a good get bet. You know, the prospect of Tim having to do this was enticing. So. <laughs> uh in some ways at least the person who had a history in modeling is doing this not the other guy i've been more exposed in my life <laughs> I've, I've gained a few covid lbs as well i think i think it would look better on Pena. <laughs> all right jeff take us all away right. whenever this, let's get this shit show started I don't, I don't even know how to get started anymore all right wait <laughs> Clapboard. Oh yeah, clapboard. Uh, clapboard. <laughs> and mark. 